Advent is this time that stands as a yearly reminder not to ignore or placate the brokenness of our world, the brokenness inside ourselves, but to look at it squarely in the face, knowing that our Redeemer will come and renew all things. So in these uh, weeks that are leading up to Christmas, we're borrowing the lyric, uh, Let Heaven and Nature Sing, from the Christmas hymn, Joy to the World. And we're asking through this series, how does creation itself, how does heaven and nature, the stuff of this world, sing of the promise of Christmas? And how does it draw our attention to Jesus and the good news that He has come, that He is our Emmanuel? Last week, we talked about how hope uh, begins and is stirred in the silence. We looked at, um, at that together. And today we're going to look at how the love of God comes to those who keep watch in the night. We're going to look at the shepherds. So uh, you can turn, if you uh, wish, to Luke 2. Uh, We're going to look at verses 8 to 22. You can look it up in your phones, or you can read it on the screen as I read it to you. Luke 2, verse 8. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. And so they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. Friends, the good news that we proclaim today is that the Lord watches over those who keep watch. He sees and joins in the care that you give away, even in the darkest of nights. The Lord himself is a shepherd, actually, who lays among the shepherds and the sheep, ready to give help and strength to all, especially those who feel overlooked and failures. Friends, the great shepherd is here with a word of good news, the work you do is not done in vain. Um, it's uh, hard to believe that my oldest son is 12. It's crazy to me. I know, yeah. Um, he's uh, the same age as our church, so that's how I remember how long we've been around <laughs> as a church. Um, at least I got two things that coincide in my life and make it a little easier to remember. I'm going to need that as I go along. Um, so it's, it's, 
it's, believe me, it's been a long time uh, since he was born, but I do still remember uh, what that event was like. It's burned into Mandy and my memories because um, Caleb was six weeks premature when he was born, and he spent a couple weeks in the NICU. Most any of you have had the same uh, experience. Um, but when he came home from the NICU, he was on a special diet to help him put on weight, which included uh, formula. And that meant that one of the things that I could participate in, that not all dads get the opportunity to do, is to take one of the overnight feedings uh, for him. And I, I remember uh, the sound of the bottle warmer as it heated up the, the formula. I remember the smell of the diapers. <laughs> Before and after. I remember changing him, warming the bottle, and sitting down in our rocking chair with him in the middle of the night. I remember keeping watch over his fragile, helpless little body. And I remember uh, being equal parts content and scared and, and completely exhausted. Um, feeling blessed on the one hand, uh, blessed beyond measure, and at the same time wondering who in the world just entrusted me with this fragile little boy? <laughs> I remember uh, praying those, many of those nights to God saying, I have no idea what I'm doing here. And I remember on at least a few occasions falling asleep, holding the very one that I was called to care for and waking up hoping that I hadn't done something to harm him. Can you relate to this feeling? Good. I'm glad you're all here. <laughs> um, I think most of us can relate to a feeling of taking responsibility over another, or over something at least, uh, whether that be a child, uh, whether it be a parent, whether it be an employee or a patient, a sibling. Um, and that responsibility comes with a mixture of feelings, doesn't it? It comes with the feeling of delight at being called to keep watch over another, but it also comes with a sense of trepidation. This, what if I mess up? What if I fall asleep on the job? What if I'm not good enough? What if I, what if I am good enough, but nobody sees the work that I do? What if it's not worth all the effort that I put out? The good news that we proclaim today, friends, is that the Lord watches over those who keep watch. He sees and he joins in the care that you give away, even in the darkest of nights. And the Lord himself is a shepherd who lays among the shepherds and the sheep, ready to give help and strength to all. And so, friends, the great shepherd is here, with a word of good news for you. The work that you do, it's not done in vain. Um, this series is Heaven and Nature Sing, and so we have to think about how heaven and nature sing of this, this tune. And um, creation itself, it's not hard to see, has a, an order of care and oversight to it. I don't know if you've thought about this. Uh, the old watch over the young, 
and then the young watch over the old. Animals protect and guide their own, and then many vulnerable animals are protected and guided by human hands. There's an order to creation of care and watch. And in the scripture that we read today, we find that uh, shepherds are participating in this rhythm of nature. They are in the fields that surround Bethlehem, which happens to be David's hometown, a shepherd. And they're keeping watch over the vulnerable things through the night, things that can't keep watch themselves. Uh, scholars will say that it's likely that the fields were recently harvested, that uh, after the farmers took the crops and the poor gleaned what they were allowed to take, that shepherds were then invited to pasture their animals on the last bits of grain, their hooves churning the soil as they fertilized it for the next growing season. I managed to talk about poop twice in this sermon. <laughs> Both backhanded ways, I just realized that. But even the land gets in on this cycle of care. It participates in the rhythm of God's watch. And then shepherds like David, uh, generations before, who's mentioned by name, uh, goes and actually lives among the sheep. He doesn't just visit. He roams together and watches the stars with the sheep at night. While everyone else is asleep, the shepherds are keeping watch, protecting their flock from the dangers and the shadows. Always on guard, always vigilant, always alert, desperately trying to keep from dozing off, maybe catching a nap in the day after, after a long night of awareness, only to do the whole thing all over again the next night. Feels like a shepherd, doesn't it? Where are you called to keep watch these days? Where are you uh, in a rhythm of care that seems to never end? Where are you afraid that you might fall down on the job? Or maybe you're going through a season that you're just trying to catch whatever nap you can the day after, only to do it all again and feeling exhausted because of the rhythm that you're in. Am I, am I preaching to anybody today? <laughs> okay, good. It's not just me. <laughs> uh, we can feel this way as parents, as teachers, as counselors, medical professionals, grandparents, business owners, managers, students. Where do you feel the pull to be strong and alert to the threats that lurk in the darkness? One of the things that I've learned over the, the years is that it, it never quite feels like my watchfulness is enough. I often worry about the threats that never materialize and I miss the ones that are already there. What are we to do, friends? Psalm 121 uh, says this. It says, I raise my eyes towards the mountains. Where will my help come from? Where is it going to come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. God won't let your foot slip. Your protector won't fall asleep on the job. 
No, Israel's protector never sleeps or rests. The Lord is your protector. The Lord is your shade right beside you. The sun won't strike you during the day. Neither will the moon at night. The Lord will protect you from evil. God will protect your very life. The good news that we proclaim this morning is that the Lord watches over those who keep watch. He sees and joins in the care that you give away, even in the darkest of nights. The Lord Himself is a shepherd. He knows what it's like. And in fact, He lays Himself among the shepherds and the sheep, ready to give help and strength to anyone who wonders where help is coming from. Friends, the great shepherd is here with a word of good news. The work that you do is not done in vain. Um, this work of watchfulness, it can be lonely work too, right? Humanity, uh, if, you, if you've thought about this, but humanity is made in the image of God. We talk about this concept a lot which means that we are icons or representations of God to creation. We are to nature what God is to us. And so we steward it, we care for it, we watch over it. This is our divine mandate, if you will, and all of us carry this mandate into all kinds of spheres of life. I've mentioned several already. But one of the major ways that we... That, that uh, sin and disconnection from God uh, manifests itself in this divine calling is not that uh, our keeping watch is removed from us, right? God doesn't come along and fire us off the job and say, no, 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 you don't get to keep watch anymore. No, all of us are still made in the image of God. But what changes when we become disconnected from God is that as we keep watch, we feel like we do this work alone. That we're the only ones keeping watch. And that nobody else sees the watch that we keep. No one appreciates. No one gives us relief from the burdens that we endure as watch women and watch men. See, keeping watch is often hidden thankless work. It happens in the night when nobody sees, and it often goes unnoticed. It's easy to forget about those in the fields with the flocks. One of the things that we know about shepherds is that they were overlooked by, by the, the general population. People wanted the output of their work, but they were just fine to forget them out in the fields. But God does not forget he does not forget the work of shepherds. He does not forget the work that you do. In fact, Hebrews 6.10 says it this way, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown Him as you have helped this, His people and continue to help them. It doesn't escape His notice. And in fact, uh, God Himself gives one of the greatest honors to the most overlooked population in Israel. Hannah Anderson puts it this way. I love the way she says this. In God's kingdom, those who serve in the shadows are just as important as those who stand in the limelight. 
Nothing proves this more than the fact that God sends the news of His promised Son to shepherds in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. She says this, To them, He sends the message of a baby resting safely in a manger who is Christ the Lord. To them, He entrusts the good news of great joy that will be for all people. God does, he, doesn't, he, just, he doesn't just um, remember the work that they do, but He sees them as conduits of His care to the rest of the nation. And he says to shepherds, shepherds like them, shepherds like you, I'm not hiding behind some mountain far away. I am right beside you. In fact, I visit you in the fields where you lay. I'm a shepherd who lays among his sheep, ready to defend them with my own life. Notice that when uh, the good news meets these shepherds in the field, they finally feel the freedom to leave their charge and see this baby that's promised. They spent their entire lives watching after sheep night after night after night. But when the great shepherd appears, they get a night off. And so they hurry off. Because if the great shepherd is here, then the sheep will be safe. And maybe we can take a few hours to be sheep ourselves and sit and rest in the care of another. One day this baby that they go and see will grow up to become the great shepherd who keeps watch through the night guarding those he loves. One day this baby would confront the evil that stalks in every shadow, laying down his life for the sheep to protect them. One day he would be raised up again because the Father sees such sacrifices and he honors them. Under this great shepherd, no shepherd's watch is in vain. So we proclaim the good news that the Lord watches over those who keep watch. He sees and he joins in the care that you give away, even in the darkest of nights. He himself is a shepherd. He sees the shepherding that you do. And he lays among the shepherds and the sheep to give help and strength to you. And so he's here with the good news. The work that you do is not done in vain. So where do you keep watch? And how is it going? Are you tired? Do you feel like a failure? Do you feel unappreciated or unequipped? for the work that you're doing. We're going to pray in a second. We, um, if you're new to us, this is what we do together as a family. We proclaim good news, and then we respond to it some way. And so we're going to pray in a second, and we're going to respond by, by saying to God, God, I, I am given charge over this area of life. And then we're going to tell Him how we feel about that. However you feel, you can be honest with God. God meets you where you are most fully able to be honest. He's that real. So we're going to express um, where we're keeping watch and how we're feeling about it. And then we're going to pray that God would come to us as shepherds amidst our flocks. That He would help us know that He's present, that He sees and that He surrounds us with His care.
But before we do, I just want to say as an encouragement that as we begin to know and rest in the care that God is watching over us, it enables us to keep watch over those that He's entrusted to us. Knowing that He doesn't sleep even if we do allows us to actually rest in His care, to get a few naps. Amen? I got one coming today maybe. I don't know. As exciting as the Eagles and Giants game it might be. Um, when we know that He doesn't overlook or forget the work that we do, it gives us the perseverance to continue until our watch is over. When we know that one day, because of Christmas, one day, every night will end. Not just the one that you're in, but every night, because night itself will be no more. Then we can look forward to the dawn and be content in our charge today. The same one who declared good news to overlooked and overworked shepherds is the same one ready to meet you in the morning of his attentive care and his watchful presence. Amen? Let's pray.